This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. A recent two-day meeting in Alaska revealed big federal budget shortfalls for marine mammals management in the state. Emily Schwing has more. The Indigenous Peoples Council for Marine Mammals, or IPCOM, meets twice a year. Scientists from federal agencies like the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service and the National Marine Fisheries Service join members to discuss marine mammal populations and subsistence resources across Alaska. But IPCOM members say the federal agencies aren't doing enough. It, it's 100% a lack of funding um, and a lack of staffing on the government's part. Raven Cunningham manages a marine mammal program in a region of the state where a once-threatened sea otter population is now thriving. That's having big impacts on the shellfish people gather for food. Cunningham says stock assessments for subsistence resources and population surveys on Alaska's sea otters haven't happened in her region in over a decade. Our take as subsistence users, we can't look at how that's affecting the population or whether we need to take more or less. That was news to U.S. Senator Dan Sullivan. He says federal management agencies are supposed to be counting animals like sea otters regularly. Part of that is just their basic job. Right, that the Fish and Wildlife Service is supposed to be doing that already. Um, where the funding can be a little challenging is um, for these commissions. So you have the Alaska Eskimo Whaling Commission, you have the Walrus Commission, you have the Nanook Commission. IPCOM is made up of 18 marine mammals commissions and councils from across the state, and they all receive federal funding. Ben Payana sits on the Alaska Nanit Co-Management Council, which represents 15 Alaska Native tribes that harvest polar bears for subsistence. He says the group wants to create effective and cooperative management plans. If we don't have the funding to do it, we, we just can't. And that gets a little bit frustrating when we're meeting to serve a purpose, but then we can't fulfill our duties. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service declined to comment, but during IPCOM's meeting... A scientist with the agency said they were out of money for just about anything. He says any funds for things like population surveys and stock assessments in Alaska would have to come from Congress. In Anchorage, I'm Emily Schwing. A new data project in North Dakota shows native vote disparities when it comes to travel and cost to get to the polls. Mike Moen reports. The group North Dakota Native Vote teamed up with Joseph Robertson, a native data scientist, on the initiative. The resulting interactive web feature factors in a range of sources, including census figures, recent gas prices, and available voting infrastructure. Robertson says they were able to estimate the costs and travel times for someone from certain tribal areas just to cast a ballot. He says the findings reveal real obstacles. We did a quick analysis through the Porcupine community and on Standing Rock, and that trip to get to the post office of the courthouse in Fort Yates is about 60 miles round trip. When factoring in gas prices from the summer, the cost for the voting trip is more than $1,000 per 100 people. North Dakota Native Votes Executive Director Nicole Donaghy says they've been able to engage with some state agencies about voting access, but hopes the data turns more heads. Access to the ballot is not equitable for people living on reservations. Now, that also could apply to communities that are not on a reservation that are very rural. And so I think that the more knowledge that our officials have, the better. And Donaghy says the partnership brings data and important social matters together in a very productive way. That was Mike Moen and I'm Antonia Gonzalez.
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. November is National Epilepsy Awareness Month. Did you know one in 26 people will develop epilepsy during their lifetime? Call 1-800-332-1000 to learn more. The Epilepsy Foundation supports this show. Program support by Penguin Random House, publisher of Finding My Dance by Rhea Thundercloud, a picture book celebrating the author's journey from childhood powwows to professional dancing. More on this and other stories at prh.com slash stories of the land. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.